Hey, welcome back to Two Friends, Three Questions. This is episode six, I believe. So rolling right along. Is that right? That's a lot, man. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> no, no end in sight. No, no. Uh, we appreciate you uh, listening thus far. Doki doki. Doki doki. All right. Doki doki for your <laughs> listening. This is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. Doki doki. Uh, totally. Can you call this episode Doki doki? I'm, I'm, yep. I'm writing it down right now. <laughs> I'm trying to work Doki doki into my normal vernacular. Why? Where did you hear that? Is that a thing? <laughs> it is a thing. Uh, apparently, it's like a Japanese onomatopoeia. Where it's like the sound of a heartbeat, ah. so it's like when you're like excited about something or or like really jazzed about something. I think. I mean, I don't know, but that's what I've gathered. So you know, I've been trying to just be like, yeah, that's well, I'm really doki doki about that phrase and this episode. So, yeah, <laughs> dude, yes, my doki doki meter is rising. <laughs> Uh, doki. All right. Uh, cool. Uh, well, <laughs> what do you say we uh, just get right into it? How about that? You want to start off with some lightning round questions? Let's do it. All right. Lightning round. Number one. What's a song that you know every word to? <laughs> There's a lot of those. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like your top one. Like, it. We could do top three. I mean. I'm trying to think of like what song should be noteworthy. Um, I mean, I do know a lot of the words to a lot of rap songs. And the only reason that's relevant is because there's more words. Yeah, that's impressive. Um, I would say there's a pretty good chance that I know all the words on Kendrick Lamar's To Pimp a Butterfly. Wow. That's very there, lyric heavy. There might, there might be a few that I that I maybe couldn't do, but even like the you know how like he does the poem throughout the mm -hmm. thing, and then you get the whole poem. Like I know that okay. poem, and I know what parts are where, because I listen to that yeah. album a lot. So there's a and I know like the the like some of the weird like ad libs yeah. that are in there. So that's maybe one that just has a lot of words that I probably know most of the words to. Okay. That's uh, solid. Like it would be hard it would be hard to find a song that I didn't know the words to on that. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I won't I won't put you on the spot and make you do it, but I I will believe you. No, I can't do it from memory. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, that I cannot. Do. Right now, do it. Just do do it. it. Whole album. <laughs> I didn't know that realize this was the Howard Stern podcast. <laughs> Yeah, because he, 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 never mind. That was a super just, white reference. Does he, does he do that? <laughs> no, he just uh, puts people on the spot a lot and calls them out and like makes it real awkward. Oh, that's gotcha. his whole. I was thing. like, does he invite people on to rap a whole album? No, like, his, that's no. amazing. <laughs> right. It should be right. <laughs> I would actually listen to it if he did that. Yeah, I would listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, question two. Uh, do you are you do you like any weird food combinations? Uh, like, have you invented any, like, weird <laughs> recipes that are, like, you would never guess this goes great together? I mean, 
Not really. I think nothing I like is unexpected. Like, for example, like, I really, really like hard-boiled eggs. I have a friend that eats them with mayonnaise, and I think that's disgusting. Yeah. But I will put a god-awful amount of salt on hard-boiled eggs and eat them. Um, I did make a sandwich the other day. Well, first off, I have been indoctrinated into chunky peanut butter. Um, All right. Welcome to the chunky peanut butter world. Yeah, I've actually stepped up to extra chunky peanut butter. Ooh, didn't know that was a thing. Oh, <laughs> yes, it is. And I love it. But I made a sandwich, and it was like just peanut butter and then Nutella, and then I took Oreos and like untwisted them and then like put them on the sandwich. That sounds so amazing. <laughs> it was decadent, but it was really good. Because I figured, like, I mean, it was only two Oreos, and it's like peanut butter and Nutella. I'm like, this isn't, it's maybe a lot of sugar, but it's not, like, that bad for you. Yeah, yeah it could be worse. It could be worse. Like, the Oreos really amp it up. Yeah. But like that, and a tall glass of milk, it was incredible. <laughs> that does sound phenomenal, I'm not going to lie. There. But that makes sense. Yeah. So, really unexpected food pairings aren't really my thing. I will, however, eat anything. Okay. I just, so, I still, there's probably I'm still something. just thinking about putting mayonnaise on like a hard boiled egg. That's like the grossest, whitest thing that we've ever talked about. <laughs> I just, yeah, right though. <laughs> I just can't. I mean, maybe like yeah. a little bit, but oh man, I just can't for some reason. I don't like mayonnaise that much. Yeah, yeah. I, I like I, very minuscule amounts of mayonnaise. I like a little bit of mayonnaise. I, I don't like the idea of mayonnaise. Like, it sounds like. Oh, what what what's it made of? Like, uh, egg, egg white, uh, lard. I don't know, sugar. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like I couldn't it even sounds tell you. disgusting, but it tastes kind of good. I don't know. <laughs> all right, we should. We no, should that's move on. fair. Uh, all right, what's the best prank that you've ever pulled, or the most memorable? I don't really mm -hmm. do pranks. I will say that the easiest way to frustrate somebody in your household is if you have a TV remote, take some electrical tape and put it over the little sensor <laughs> on the front of the remote. I like that. Like, yeah. Like just, just a little bit and just, you know, make it blend in. <laughs> they will freak out. It, and it becomes very not fun very yeah. quickly because people get pissed. Because that's that's my record with pranking. Anytime I try to do a prank, mm -hmm. the person just gets unbelievably mad. So mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm really good at it or really bad at it. I haven't figured that out yet. But I did that to my grandparents once, and yeah, they were um, super mad. <laughs> to your grandparents, that's that's so pretty I, mean. I just quit pranking uh, people. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. Maybe, maybe I, I, I'm also like you. I, I'm not really big into pranking. I don't think that's really fun for anyone because having been on the opposite side of being pranked, it sucks. Yeah, and like it's just like, who is this fun for? Like, so. But that being said, uh, I I do remember a a prank from college that most of the pranks that I've ever been involved in were college uh, and this is one of the big reasons that I don't partake in them to this day uh, I believe you were there and we had uh... <laughs> all right so 
were you there when we moved Garrett's stuff out into the hallway? No, that was that was like your guys's first year, so okay. I was still like a year and a half out that, from being there. Okay, but I know sense. this story. So, yeah, we just decided it would be a really funny idea to move everything <laughs> from his room out into the hallway uh, and set it up in the hallway exactly like it was in his room. Like we 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 freaking measured. Like all right, the TV goes one and a half yards away from the bed and all this dumb stuff and so it looked immaculate we had it set up perfectly so right. then he comes back and we're, we're just like excited we're, we're no we know he's like getting off work or whatever so we, we we're just like waiting around the corner for him to come in and just see him freak out because it's going to be awesome garrett's one of the most fun people to prank uh and then he gets back and he just is so like deflated and he is just upset and it makes us all feel terrible we're like what the hell like this was supposed to be fun and it turns out he had just gotten fired from his job so (laughs) (laughs) So, at that point it's not really that fun anymore (laughs) no and yeah no i i heard that story and i just thought like oh my because garrett is also so sweet and so nice yeah exactly (laughs) that like (laughs) it was the perfect reaction of just like head down turn around and walk back out like not say a word (laughs) (laughs) it's like that did not go as planned (laughs) yeah that's that's rough yeah that's a rough one but that's why yeah it's i mean it's a fairly harmless prank because you could just put everything back right and like nail it to the ceiling yeah exactly (laughs) you know but still it's pretty uh yeah no it's pretty it's pretty (laughs) fucked up uh yeah mitch What's your favorite curse word? It's not going to be mind-blowing, but I think my favorite curse word is just fuck because you can use it for so many different... uh, uh, You can use it as an adjective, as a noun. Like, that guy's a real fuck. Uh, uh, It's it's also a verb. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You you can use use it. Yes. Yeah, it's very versatile. That's a pretty popular one, but but I agree. I think it has the most versatility. Uh, what's your least favorite word? My least favorite word? Not a swear word, just my least favorite word, period. Yeah, I mean, it can be a swear word, but just your favorite, your least favorite word in general. Um, man. I don't know if I have one. (laughs) Sorry, I'm really bad at this. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you mine if it helps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why don't you go first? It's a fairly vulgar word, okay. but my least favorite word, just fair warning, mm-hmm. my least favorite word is cunt. That's literally what I was thinking. So, was yeah, it? Why, all right, why, why do you say that? Well, because I think, like, bitch is a fairly deconstructive mm-hmm. word for, like, women in general. But something about cunt just is, like, way over the yeah, top. Yeah, yeah. And, like, I... I consider it almost like a slur. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I'm not a huge fan of that word. Yeah. I'm not saying I haven't ever used it. Right. So there's a part of me that's slightly hypocritical, but I try. I really don't use that word. It's it's a pretty fucking. Have you word. ever used it in the wrong context, like when you actually did mean it, like out of anger? When I. When... <laughs> Oh, like if I just spout yeah. off with it, I'm like, I shouldn't have said that. Because also, oh, okay, because yeah, sure. literally, like, I have pretty pretty good control when it comes to swearing. So the only time I've ever said that word was in the context of, like, this is going to be hilarious. Like, 
it's yeah there's something about my like my personality that uh i don't if, if i think of something funny uh it doesn't really matter if it's offensive and I don't, it, it, it's kind of like a, a, I don't have a filter thing. Like I'll say the funniest thing, no matter who it's to or what it's like uh, or what it is. I, I don't know. <laughs> no, I mean, I know what you're saying. Like, yeah, I mean, I've used it to like, I've probably used a lot of words I shouldn't use to, to make people <laughs> laugh, but I have definitely just been so mad at someone mm-hmm. before. And I don't think I've ever said that to anybody's face. Okay, okay. But I've definitely like, like you know, like when you're just like yelling either to someone else or at yourself because you're just venting. Like you'll, you know, I've definitely used it then, which I guess it's not as harmful because nobody's around to hear it. Right. <laughs> but I think theoretically you still shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> say it. I don't really know how that works, but yeah. Um. Okay. Last question. If God exists, when you die, and you go to the pearly gates, what would you like him to say? This is a lightning round question. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we don't... You, you know, these are supposed to be uh, short and fun. And... I mean, you, I mean, it does, we don't have to go into a big in-depth conversation, but just if, you, if, if God is real and you die and you go to the pearly gates, what, what would you want him to say to you? I've always liked Daniel Tosh has a joke where he's just like, I really hope God swears because like I, I it would just blow all these Christians mind if he just gets up, if you get up there and he's just like, welcome to fucking heaven. <laughs> what? You can do that here? Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So oh. it's something along the lines of that. I just, I, I really want to, to get up to heaven and just find out that God is like way more chill than what most Christians believe him to be. Yeah, that would pretty much be my yeah. answer too. Like just something real, like yeah, like yeah, you made it to forty-five. Good, good job. <laughs> like you suck at living. You know, like just something. I like. I want him to tell a joke. That you want him to answer. roast you? <laughs> yeah, like I want him to yeah to, to like rib me or like tell me a knock knock joke. Yeah, there you go. Because then I feel like ah, you know this this won't be. This will be this fun. will be yes, be a good time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, well that's what okay. I have. That is so. awesome. All right, cool. Lightning round <laughs> over. <laughs> cool. So uh yeah, Eli, uh what you uh what you drinking? Dude, I got something special. All right. It is um I actually don't know how to pronounce it. it beer. Um, I'm going to go with Schoferhofer. Hmm. You got me. <laughs> Most of this can is in German. Okay. <laughs> All right. Schoferhofer. <laughs> There's and then what's the word, what's the word below that? Um, the Hefeweizen. Okay. Hefe- yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a grapefruit. Uh, they, they spelled beer wrong, idiots. They, they did. Um, <laughs> actually most of this is spelled wrong like yeah there's very little english um i think i've had like a normal german Mm -hmm. beers from this company um but charlotte actually bought this because she went to actually a really cool bar in cincinnati Mm -hmm. that i don't remember the name of and i don't remember anything about it but uh they sold a bunch of beer oh that's cool um that you could take home Mm mm-hmm which I thought was cool. So they have all the, you know, those weird intricate beers. So 
yes, it is uh, a grapefruit beer, a Hefeweizen. Hefeweizen, okay. Uh, which I think I've had just a normal one, but um, and I will admit, I did drink one of these last night. However, uh, I don't remember. So, <laughs> all right. So, uh, it's a good sound bite. So I'm I'm gonna pour it out. We'll tell why well, pour this. You tell me what you you what 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 you drinking. All right. So um, I am drinking a Sierra Nevada Tropical Torpedo. It's a tropical IPA. Uh, you know, man, I've I've been on a. I don't know if it's like the spring or any something, but I've been on a kick with like these fruity IPAs that are just phenomenal. Um, so something I, I've never tried it before, but I have had some Sierra Nevadas, and uh, everything I've had from them has been pretty good. So I figured I'd give it a shot. Yeah, I mean that sounds that sounds good. Um, also, I fucked my beer up. Look at that. Oh, that's a lot of foam right there. That is 50, 50, 50 right now. So <laughs> this is gonna take me a minute to actually get this fixed. Oh, look at that. That was good. That was I'm, a good pour. I'm very excited about this. That's okay. a really good color. I think so too. It's like a goldish orangish. Um, yeah, wow. So uh I I, I I thought of something uh that could be kind of fun to do and this kind of came uh as a result of uh, uh <laughs> I don't know why this started to become a thing, but I've been me, me and Erica have just been having this like dumb inside joke where I think it's the funniest thing now to do like a Sam Elliott voice. You know who Sam Elliott is? I don't remember. What's From the voice? The Big Lebowski. Uh, he's actually the Hidden Valley Ranch guy. He might be the Coors Light guy. So it's. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, so. Because he was in Parks and Rec, right? He yeah, was he was. Ron. He was the other Ron in Parks and Rec. Yes, yeah. exactly. So. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that was going around my brain, and then while I was uh, while I was getting ready for this podcast, I was just looking up like reviews and like uh, about this beer. And as I was reading it, I was like, "Man, this would be so much better if Sam Elliott was narrating this beer description." So, <laughs> the, my I, I would I would like to do a little bit here where Eli, you have you have your uh, your beer review pulled up is that correct yes i gotta i gotta grab it okay. but i did and, okay you did prep me so i do so, have it ready okay okay so I'll, I'll i'm gonna go first to help you out because you might not have a your sam elliott impression might not be as well-rounded as mine so <laughs> yeah this, this uh, is true so. every, every time every time i see a coors light out in public i'll just uh, especially with erica it drives her crazy i'll just be like coors light taste of the rockies <laughs> <laughs> the mountains turn blue, <laughs> the mountains turn blue. <laughs> just stupid shit like that all right so uh the beer i'm about to drink is the tropical torpedo <laughs> it is a tropical tank on the american ipa Inspired by the island life, we created an IPA completely disconnected from the mainland. We used our one-of-a-kind hop torpedo to deliver an intense rush of hop flavor and the lush aromas of mango, papaya, and passion fruit with every sip. Enjoy our tropical twist on an American IPA. So, here's what I'm going to do. Because I fucked this up bad. <laughs> okay. Hidden Valley Ranch. <laughs> Hidden Valley Ranch. <laughs> Um, I'm, so I didn't, I guess, find like a, a detailed B 
beer review, what I went to, I went to Beer Advocate, and this is just people's opinions. Oh, okay. I guess I did say review, and I fucked that one up, so I'm terribly sorry. I should have thought about it for more than two seconds, (laughs) because trust me, that's as long as I thought about it. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to read people's reviews (laughs) of this, and... I'm going to go with various voices because I don't think I could properly do a Sam Elliott. But as you know, I have many voices. Oh, yeah. And I'm very excited to hear that. So I'm sure I could find a few. Um, So we have one from EDC20. Dumb. uh, Review of the the grapefruit beer. I'm trying to do Morgan Freeman. Oh, yes. I'm... I'm Morgan Freeman. And a new frame. <laughs> it tastes mostly like a carbonated grapefruit juice. You can can you can detect the hefeweizen flavor, but it's a second it's not a secondary flavor. It's more like a subtle foundation. Very low APV, two point five, so it's more like juice than anything. And then <laughs> They made Andy Dufresne perform oral sex under threat of being lead piped. Does the review say that? Yeah. No. (laughs) (laughs) That was phenomenal. Um, I thank you for that. Okay, this is a good one. Joshua Wilcox, 99, which makes me suspect that he's not old enough to drink. That's kind of what it sounds like. So... Um, he gave it a five out of five. That's okay. Spoken like a true miner. Nobody gives. <laughs> nobody gives. No man <laughs> gives a German grapefruit beer a five out of five. Um. No offense. He he said, "Throw out somebody I should do." How about Seinfeld? <laughs> <laughs> I've never done a Seinfeld impression. Um. Everybody's got one. What's the deal with... Yeah, I, I could try. <laughs> awesome grapefruit flavor and smell. My friend's a racist. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, that's the first sentence. Give me somebody else. I'll okay. do it um, different. How about uh, Christopher Walken? Everybody's got... Everybody's attempted a Christopher Walken. Even if it's just like driving to work, like bored in your car alone i need more cow do you... <laughs> i don't think i can what's your christopher walken impression? do you have one uh i have a i have a terrible one like i've like i i've attempted it a couple times just because i have a friend that can do a pretty decent one but it's uh uh you're talking to my guy all wrong <laughs> you say it again i'm gonna stab you in the face with a soldering iron <laughs> That this watch. I was I'll say that your Christopher Walken is not a super good Christopher Walken, but it's oh, actually I, a, I never claimed to be good. But it's a good but that actually is a pretty decent, like kind of New York gangster yeah. uh impression. Um I I think we should we should just Yeah, I think so too. We're just gonna do impressions for another yeah, 20 Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty I, terrible. <laughs> I'll read the rest of the All review right. though, because I we really got to get this yeah. guy's opinion. I'd love to hear what Josh Wilcox has to say. <laughs> <laughs> but he said, "Awesome, great fruit flavor and smell. 
Not a lot of alcohol, so that explains the fruity flavor with not much bite. Had some with pizza on a nice day. Was very happy. Will buy again for nine ninety nine a six pack. Thank you, Josh. Thank you, Josh. You you very informative. Very informative. You sold me. I will say that this does not taste like beer, and you could even look at it a little bit. Yeah. Um, it tastes like grapefruit juice. Yeah. I I don't. And it is only like three point two percent alcohol. Okay, that's kind of is it, so, it refreshing. It's a nice summer it, I drink. Mean, it's like. I thought it would be good in the morning, and it mm. is good in the morning, because I don't feel like I'm getting drunk, but I'm having I'm having a beer. I'm getting sure, fruit. Yeah, absolutely. I bet that would be good. I'm making a I lot bet of that good would decisions. be good with some orange juice, and or gin. Uh, just make it make make a make a cocktail out of it. You know what I'm gonna do is as I drink it down, I'm gonna put some ice in it, and I'm gonna put some gin in it. I'm I think it I think I think that, that should be that would be pretty good. That's what I'm gonna do. Cool. Okay. Cool. Um, <laughs> God, that really went off the rails. <laughs> it really did. You know, okay, so just before we move on, I can do one impression that I think is fairly good. Well, there's two. Okay. I think I could do a fairly decent Jesse Pinkman. Yeah, I've heard your Jesse Pinkman. It's phenomenal. Right. And I think I could do a pretty good Yogi the Bear. I, I would love to hear both of those right now, actually. Okay, so... Jesse Pinkman, um, I only say bitch. That's all I do. But it's it's like, bitch, <laughs> hey bitch, yeah, science bitch. Now now do a um, now do an impression of Yogi Bear saying bitch. Um, <laughs> do an impression of Yogi like Bear do say a doing a Jesse Pinkman impression. This Yogi Bear, a big, a big, a. a a boo boo, a picnic basket, <laughs> Mr. White. This is meta. <laughs> we have <laughs> we have alienated this all of really our audience. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I quit listening when uh, they start using racial slurs as Christopher Walken, and. <laughs> Started to shout obscenities as Yogi Bear. I really tuned out. It's just, it's just not um, necessary. Because everything was so family friendly up to that point. <laughs> up until the point. Oh God! All right, we, we should, should, really we should move, move on. on. Um, <laughs> all right. So uh, the the crux of why why we are here is the uh, I've got a, I've got a question for you that I'd like your take on. Um, so as you know. Two friends, three questions. The second question is, uh, I'm going to ask you what you're thinking. Uh, and it's just an attempt for me to get to know my, my friend Eli a little bit better. So uh, my question for you is, uh, I'm going to preface this a little bit because it, it's it's kind of hard to explain. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> so uh, I've, got a, I've got a friend. Uh, a, a, a social media f- friend that we went to high school with that when she turned 27 she had this really cool idea where like on on facebook she she posted every day the 27 days leading up to her 27th birthday she posted a picture of her like doing something that's like on her bucket list like that she's always wanted to do that has been like too afraid of uh and but it wasn't thing it wasn't like bucket list worthy things necessarily it wasn't like go skydiving, 
climb the Appalachian Trail. It was kind of simpler stuff like sing in public, like do karaoke or like try salsa dancing. So that kind of stuff. Um, so it's it's not necessarily a bucket list. It's what I'm coining the fuck it list. <laughs> it's like <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, I've always kind of wanted to do that, but I've always been afraid. But fuck it. Let's do it. So, okay. uh, are there, do you, do you have any, anything on your, uh, on your like, you know, list that, that you've always kind of wanted to do, but you've been too afraid to do something that's not necessarily like unattainable, but something that you could e- easily do this week? Um, probably amphetamines. <laughs> that's my answer. <laughs> so <laughs> I'll call my guy, Jerry. <laughs> uh, no, I mean, I have always been curious about amphetamines because I have a problem with like sleep and energy and, and motivation. And I just, it always seemed like if I just took an, amphetamines that I would be more productive member of society. Because um, caffeine sure, and cutting sure. uh, A more realistic <laughs> answer. Um, I don't know. Like, I I don't think there's too many times in life especially at this point in life where I won't do something Mm -hmm. I don't know why I keep thinking about drugs but like I like I've never done psychedelics but I know I don't want to do Mm -hmm. psychedelics why not um I I just don't have much I I don't like to be completely Mm -hmm. out of control so, you know, maybe some lower key drugs, alcohol, you mm-hmm. know, those don't bother me. Right. Because I'm still in control. Um, I'm still myself. And I just worry that psychedelics will break my brain. And then I won't be Eli anymore or something. And and also I just feel like I have too many too many demons. It's like it's like the Dewey Cox uh thing where yeah. I'm having a bad trip. Yeah, exactly. I was just thinking um, that. That's probably what would happen to me. So, um, <laughs> man, I don't know. I mean, like, I don't really want to jump out a plane. Like, I'm not scared to. I just don't really want to, you know, I don't okay. really want to go bungee jumping. It's not my thing. Maybe, like, maybe, like, attend an orgy could be on that list like <laughs> i'd like sure. to uh just for the experience and the story but nah like no i would i don't think i ever could i would be too afraid to go to an orgy okay so maybe that's something that you can you can put on your fuck it list like yeah just let's do it oh man not you and me let's do it because that's not on my list at all uh but oh well <laughs> scribble and cross out the first thing on mine uh, i mean yeah that's that's a hard one i'm not i'm also i just feel like i'm kind of boring like i don't think you're I boring i well like i mean like it, the things that you describe like for the person that you know like like sound like like reasonable and i've gotten to do a few of those like you know i've played music in front of people i've uh like I have no fear of public speaking mm-hmm. at all. I actually like it. Um, most of the time, like when I did speeches for school, I never wrote anything down. Mm, wow. I I just got up there and did them. Yeah. Because I like it. I like talk. I I like 
I don't like being the center of attention, but I like performing. Okay. Like I like I like having a mission that I'm trying to convince people of or 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 show people something. So like I I never feel I've never feared public speaking. Yeah. Um so that's funny that you mentioned that because like I think the number one thing on my fuck it list, the like I've I've always kind of wanted to do in the back of my mind, but never have like because I've always been terrified is like stand up comedy. Like I've always thought, That's good what one. if like what if I like what if it's awesome? What if I'm good at it? But the very more realistic, you know, uh, uh, situation is I'm going to be terrible at it and I'm going to be very embarrassed, but it still sounds fun to try. Yeah, I mean, I'm. I think I'm pretty much in the same boat. Of I always kind of wanted to, um, because I guess I just thought that I would be uh, funny for some reason. But I think that's that's sort of the pipe dream of it all. Right, right. But no, I mean that's a good one. That one kind of works for me too. I've always kind of wanted to do stand up comedy, or I actually mine is a little bit so okay we've touched on something that works for me. I have always wanted to do something comedy related. Mm -hmm. Is this it? I don't know. Probably not. Technically. I always wanted to do like a video or a thing where I got to actually like try to be funny, but I never have worked up the courage to do so because I have a lot of ideas. Um, but I am really afraid of being unfunny. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know what makes me laugh and if it makes me laugh, then that's what I want to do. But I don't really understand comedy enough to really be like, yeah, that's how you do comedy. Right. I don't think it works that right. way. I'm not sure. I, I've, I also recently listened to one. I can't, I can't remember what podcast it was, but they were talking about comedy and how like people that are comedy writers uh, are much more productive in group settings. Because in that group setting, you have the ability to be like, hey, is this funny? And then that person will be like, yeah, that's actually really funny. And then we'll go from there. But if there have been some people that will write comedy books like by themselves. And then you just start out and write uh you know 200 pages of something that's supposed to be funny and then by the time you're done with it you're like you know it's actually not funny you think it's funny but that's it so yeah like and i just feel like most of like because when i you know i drive to you know home from work or something like i'll do little characters I like knew i'll it. turn people up yeah. Oh, yeah. Like people I come like I draw people I interact with on like a daily basis kind of become like characters in my head, especially like customers. I'll turn them into little characters. That's a way for me to decompress and forget mm -hmm. about it. By the time I get home, it's usually the people that piss me off the most. Um, And sometimes I think like this could maybe actually be funny. Mm -hmm. But man, if you're not funny people are fucking me yeah exactly <laughs> they do not take it lightly yeah. and i think that's why it's like i know that i can do okay with music mm -hmm. i can impress someone with music mm -hmm. so i don't mind picking up an instrument in front of yeah. anybody telling a joke however much harder to do in certain right. company yeah and the cool thing about like being a musician too is like maybe you are funny but people come like if people come to your show it's because they want to hear music so you can 
you, you can crack a joke between songs and if it's terrible people are be like, people are like yeah well we're here for the music so who cares <laughs> shut up monkey boy right? keep exactly. playing exactly <laughs> oh here's okay here's one uh i have i do kind of have on my bucket list that i will go to a strip club before i die um not really participate in many activities. Like, I just want to go in. 10 minutes tops. That's all I need. 10 minutes in a strip club. I go on home. It, Eli, you been to a strip club? Yeah, I've been to a strip club. I've heard, I've heard the same thing because I have also never been. And everyone I talk to says, like, well, you have to go for at least, like, the story of going. Like, everyone has an awesome strip club story. Um, <laughs> Do they? <laughs> <so> <laughs> well, it's awesome to them in their own mind. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> My man Brad was buying drinks. He spent $500. That's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I was there and it was my cousin, dude. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That's the ones I hear. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just, I want, because I don't have any, like, knowledge about strip clubs. Like, I'm like, is there a handshake to get in? <laughs> Do you got to, like, know someone? Like, I really don't. I have no knowledge. And I just... It's because it's a thing that a lot of people do. A lot of guys do, I guess. And I'm just like, I don't know. I mean, I'm curious as to what's behind those neon doors. <laughs> but I can guarantee, I know that I'm not going to like it. Exactly, yeah. And that's kind of one of the biggest reasons why I, I'm also okay with not knowing. I don't think that's on my list because I, I know I'm not going to like it. So the, the mystery isn't worth it to me. I kind of want to, like, build it up, though. Like, I guess what would be a cooler thing is, like, if I had, like, a thousand bucks and ones, right? <laughs> yeah. I go up to the strip club. I basically kick open the door, and whatever, like, stripper is closest, I run up to her, take that wall, and just, just throw it as hard as I can at her. Not to, like, hurt her. I assume because it's money, it will just, like, sure. fly. And not hurt anybody. I don't want to, like, actually... I don't want to beat up strippers. That's not... Don't title the episode, Eli wants to beat up strippers. All right, Done. that's not... That's not... Take that out of context. But I want to, like, just throw it so then it's just money raining <laughs> everywhere. So I guess I want to, like, make it rain, but as I throw it, I just bolt right out the door. That's a very awesome goal. You should put make it rain on your fuck it list. <laughs> because I feel like... I'm not there to be a patron. I'm there to take a thousand dollars and and just pseudo calls a riot <laughs> and also just blow everyone's mind because I just gave everyone in that strip club a pretty crazy strip club. Like, dude, this guy just ran yeah. in and threw like a thousand bucks at the stripper, dude. Like, <laughs> I've had a I've had a similar uh, dream situation in my mind. All right, here's my my dream scenario. Uh, s same to you, same as you. If I had a thousand dollars to blow on anything, I would walk into a KFC and buy <laughs> and buy and buy all the chicken that they have. I would buy them out of fried chicken, legs, thighs, everything. Bring it on. Uh, and then I would I would promptly I would piss everyone off. I would order all the fried chicken that they have, and then on my way out, I would throw it all in the trash. Is there a more baller move than that? Uh, dude, that's... I don't I, need your chicken. 
<laughs> I don't need your fucking chicken. You might want to explore those feelings. That's a little bit like psychopath. <laughs> thank like, you. That's kind of fucked up. Th- thank, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> it's really nice. Of no, you I to just say. I just want to do something fun like that. <laughs> I mean, I've always thought about ordering like everything off the menu, like just going to McDonald's and be like. I'm going to say I want one of everything, and you're not going to believe me, but I want one of everything. <laughs> Here's my American Express black and just, card. <laughs> just charge it. <laughs> yeah, right. But, like, because, I mean, what would that even... I mean, first off, I've always been curious how much money that is. Second off, I'd try to eat it. I would try to eat as much of it as I could. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know if, like, we're super weird... Or maybe, like, I mean, those are some pretty weird goals in life. Oh, those are super weird goals, yeah. <laughs> so I don't know like, what normal people This, this chick had, like, learn to juggle. Like, <laughs> oh. I want to throw $2,000 in ones at a stripper and then leave and not even get to see her reaction. I want to blow $1,000 on chicken and not eat it. <laughs> and not eat it. And watch everyone... <laughs> their face as I throw it away. Right. <laughs> I was kind of hoping this is where we would find out like that one of us is like super not okay. Like I just want to burn down a Long John Silver's. Oh yeah, like, no, that's what? my goal. But it's a KFC Long John Silver's like combo. <laughs> combo. I'm at the pizza. Hut. I'm at the taco. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking of that also. First off, though, Long John Silver's and KFC combo restaurants are lit, though. Yeah, there's one in uh, Wabash. Yeah, there's one in there's one in Beaver Creek. Oh, and I, yeah. You know, I got them biscuits and the and that fish. So you got biscuits and fish. That's a yeah. good move. And it was actually really good. Um, so I think uh, that brings us to our last uh, uh, section, uh, Eli. What you been What you been cranking on lately? A uh, couple things. Uh, first off, I don't know if you know, uh, J. Cole just dropped an album. Yeah, I have not heard it yet. Is it any good? Yeah, I played it last night, and it was it was pretty fucking good, man. Like, it was really solid, like, all the way through. And um, I've always really, really liked J. Cole, um, but... I think like this album is going to make me really go back and revisit his catalog in general mm-hmm. because like he just tore it up like the whole fucking album. Like he did not go easy. And a lot of the messages in the album are really cool. I think it's needed. Like he's definitely kind of taken a stab at more of the modern rappers and their sort of like obsession with like Percocet and um xanax Hmm. and he's definitely like kind of taking a stab at him a little bit okay yeah that's cool but but i think it's i think it's needed like and he also talks about like a lot of other stuff like just i think like i mean i'm you know I'm, i'm truthfully i'm such an outsider but i feel i feel like if i was like a young black male I would, um, and and I like you know was just struggling to figure out who I would be. I feel like J Cole would be that much more important to me because he talks a lot yeah, about cool. identity um, and and what it means, I guess, to be a young black male. And 
granted, I know nothing about that. However, it's very compelling, and it and it and right, from my right. perspective, it sounds like he's making a lot of sense. Okay. So, cool man, yeah, I'll have to definitely go check that out because, uh, yeah, I've heard, I've heard good things, and uh, I haven't listened to J Cole as much as I as I want to, but it's definitely on my list. Yeah, I mean, he fucking he kills it. Like it's it's pretty mind blowing. Um, I was definitely into it. I'm definitely gonna go back and give it a few listens to really absorb it all. Um, so is is this his like third album then? Nah, dude, it's like his fifth or sixth. Oh, really? Wow, I'm way behind. Yeah, yeah, because like Born Center is a really really good one. Um, that's one I really like, and then he and then he has like For Your Eyes Only, which, um, is that his? Yeah, because Drake's is if you're reading this too late. Um, yeah, his is for your eyes only, and like that was like his last album, which was is honestly like really good. It's slower, but it's really good. But even like he had a couple before he kind of like got a little bit bigger, um, and mm-hmm. those are those still have like really like he has a song called Crooked Smile, and it's a really really old song. Yeah, I think you've told me about that. Yeah, but it's just this super positive, uplifting yeah. song, and I think like that's one thing about j cole that's really cool is like i don't i don't feel like he's ever afraid to write those songs and i think like that's what gets missed a lot in like modern music and especially like in the modern like rap and hip-hop genres sometimes nobody really writes anything that's like Mm -hmm. happy like tyler the creator's last album is like really good flower boy um but it's like kind of a downer for me it's kind of anger. I don't know. Like it. It's just I like when people will take time to write a fairly positive, uplifting song, even though it's not necessarily maybe gonna be like I don't know as well received. Mm-hmm. I respect that. Like pe- more people should do that. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. It's cool, man. Well, I'll definitely listen to it. Listeners, listen to it. Yeah. What you cranking? All right, so uh, lately I've been cranking. Uh, there's a uh, a band I, I just kind of discovered actually through Instagram. It's kind of weird that uh, we're in a place uh, in in it like with technology and everything now. That uh, so I I posted something on Instagram and this page liked it, uh, and it was a page called Gentlemen and Scholars, and I was like, what is that? It sounds kind of cool. So I went to their page and they're like, new album out. Uh, on Spotify now, Southern Indiana rock band or something like that. I was like, okay, I'm from Indiana. I would kind of like to listen to this, see what it's all about. So I listened to it on Spotify, and it's phenomenal. It's really good. And it it was just it happened to be like all oh, this random page like liked my Instagram picture. So I was like, oh, I'll check them out, and it worked out. Like that never happens, but it worked out. Um, and then. They even like messaged me and said, "Hey, thanks for you know liking our page. We're we're a band. We just put out this new album." And I messaged him back and I was like, "Yeah, I know. I've been listening to this album for like a week now. It's phenomenal." And they're like, "Oh, thanks so much, dude. We should send you a T-shirt. What's your address?" Like, uh, <laughs> that sounds awesome. I'm not gonna send you my address, but that's very nice gesture. Uh, you need a you need so. a PO box. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, no, but they're called Gentlemen and Scholars, and they're like a, uh, uh, a just a rock band, uh, gritty rock. It, it's almost kind of like Zeppelin-y. 
uh-huh. so you know like Greta, Greta Van Fleet, like the yeah. newer kind of Zeppelin guys. Yeah. Uh, so this band is almost kind of in the same vein as Greta Van Fleet, but it's a little more of like their own take on Zeppelin sounds. A little bit more um, original. Yeah, it's a little bit more original. So, because don't got- get me wrong. Greta Van Fleet is amazing, yeah. and they're super fun. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, um, oh, boy. Yeah. They, uh, no, I completely agree. Like, I played it for Erica, yeah. and I was like, we, we played a game. I, I was like, okay, is this Led Zeppelin, or is this Greta Van Fleet? She was, she was terrible at it. She, she had no idea. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, um, But, yeah, Gentlemen and Scholars, check it out. Cool dudes. Sweet. That's I, I actually want to check them out because I have I have not had, unfortunately, the time to go back and listen to a lot of your recommendations. So I we need to start actually like doing that and then maybe having a little segment where we actually talk about like, oh, I listen to that. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we should do that. We should do that. Um, and once these uh, we're going to start a, a, a Spotify playlist. If you're listening to this right now, it should already be up. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh i don't know what it's called so just keep an eye out <laughs> well we'll we'll make that more concrete yeah we, definitely. We, could, we could we could cut it into one of the earlier episodes yeah for sure for sure <laughs> all right all well right, I, th- cool, man. I think this wraps up uh two friends three questions doki doki and uh mitch is gonna go see the tin caps oh yeah uh, the potheads <laughs> didn't you call which... them that once Oh, they're playing the dragons, the Dayton dragons. Are uh, they really? Yeah, they are. Keep keep me abreast on the score. Uh, you know, I'm going hometown on all that. All right, one. I know you are. I will. I will though. I don't give a shit. It's minor league baseball. Who cares? Uh, well, <laughs> with that attitude. <laughs> all um. Right. All right. Till next time. Cool. Thanks for listening, guys. Doki doki. Doki doki. All around. Don't throw. Uh, money at strippers.